welcome to GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, founder and creator of GYSB. Get your sexy back, health and fitness movement. Over 13 years ago, I lost over 50 pounds and on that journey, I found joy, peace and more self-love. That's how the GYSB movement got started because I wanted to share with other people what I had found for myself. And now in my 50s, I'm still on this journey. And now I'm starting to navigate some of the inevitable changes that come with aging. So GYSB Talks will cover topics that will help women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s get to their next level of optimal living. Physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, and in relationships. Guys, I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, and we've got two special guests with us today. We've got Damayanga, and we have the Dr. Dapper. Damayanga, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. And Dr. Dapper, it's always a pleasure, my friend. You know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> So we decided that we were going to do an episode um, around the narrative that's that's really out it being highlighted right now around men taking care of all the financial responsibilities in a relationship. And that's whether they are dating or in a marriage. Um, that's that's the narrative right now. That's all we're seeing on social media. It doesn't mean that all women feel this way. I just want to make sure that I say that. But that's that's what I'm seeing a lot of. And people have different perspectives on it. And so today we have someone who is in a marriage on here. You know, Damayanga is married. And then we have someone who is single, the Dr. Dapper. His name is Eric. He's single. He's dating. He's in these single streets. And then you have me. I'm single and I'm not really out trying to date right now. So we have these different perspectives. So let's just start with um, the first question and I will have Damayanga go first um what is your thought about um being in a relationship like the relationship that you're in and how it's set up as far as the finances are concerned well (laughs) it's so funny I'm 10 years older than my man so with that it 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 gave us a different like aspect or a viewpoint on what relationships are. And um, I was already established when, when we met and he was coming into his career and figuring stuff out. So at at the beginning of the relationship, I was a sole provider. Mm -hmm. He, he did, you know, what he could do because he was, you know, traveling and um, getting his career started in another country at that. So I didn't mind doing that because I knew he had a foundation and he, I knew that he had goals on becoming what he wanted to be. And now let's say it's 10 years later. Now the roles have reversed. He's the sole provider mm. and I'm in the position that he was in. I'm now trying to dive into entrepreneurship and learn about myself and that aspect. So, I mean, it's all about what you can, you know, you can take and withstand. And it was hard for me. 
it was hard for me on both ends to take care of a man. So yeah, I, I really didn't take care of him, but it, it was more of me paying most of the bills. And now 10 years later, it's complete opposite. I don't do anything. He takes care of everything. And hey, it was just, I guess, I can't say it was just faith. It was hard for me as a woman to really put my faith into a man. I'm not gonna lie. It was not easy because I've been through a lot of relationships. Um, and I, this, the difference between this time and any other of my, of my other relationships was my commitment wasn't to the man. It was to myself first. Mm. Then I made a commitment to God. Then I made a commitment to the man. So it was like a threefold. You know, that was my, that's my trinity in a, a relationship. Like I made a promise to myself to do certain things and that carried me through. So when times that I wanted to quit and walk away, I'm like, girl, this is what you told yourself. So, and, and if it wasn't, you know, bad things, but as long as a man is trying and there, and you guys are working together and communicating, I don't care. I don't think it, it really care. It, it really matters about the financial status. If you're building towards something. Mm -hmm. Is this the first time you've ever been this, the breadwinner and being, being willing to take care of a man that way? Um, not there, there's been circumstances where I've had a relationship where the man lost his job, mm -hmm. but it never started off. This started off that way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I think sometimes as women though, I think what makes it to, a little bit difficult, I'm speaking from my personal experience. I dated somebody who was a musician and, you know, with a musician, the money is up and down. Sometimes they have a, a lot of money. Sometimes they have a little bit of money. Sometimes they have no money. And I invested a lot of time and financial assistance in that relationship. And it ended up, you know, I was with somebody who was cheating on me right and left. Mm -hmm. and I just, I felt horrible. I was like, gosh, I felt like I was being used. So, you know, a lot of people think that, why should I, why would I even do something like that? and end up walking away with absolutely nothing, feeling like crap because I dated potential. Right. And I don't know, Eric, what do you have to say about that frame of mind? Have you ever been supported by a woman before? Uh, no, <clears throat> I've never been supported by a woman. I've had women that, one, one thing I appreciate about, appreciate about women is, um, I've never been 100% supported, but I've had support. And if I don't have support, then I can't really see myself being with a woman because their support and their willingness to give even a little bit allows me to, to shift my mind from thinking, oh, she's here using me to like, oh, she's, I'm not giving in vain. So I think what, what she did for her man really confirmed to him like, oh, I got a good woman and she's, she's really down for me um, through my hard times. And I think that that really allows a man to let those walls down and, and, and really give the way they want to give 100 percent. So my my issue has always come from women coming out of the gate saying they're entitled to this type of care. And it's like, ah, I just met you. You're not entitled to anything from me. You know, I'm going to give as much as I want to give to see if we want to go any further than where we are right now. So, yeah, I've, I've, that's where my issues have kind of like come in or my red flags pop up it's like women that come in feeling entitled like you have to care for me you have to pay for all my bills you have to do this you have to do that because I am a woman and because you are a man mm -hmm. and so I can respect a woman a lot that can come into a situation like that and really 
support a man that's going through something because if you can't show me a little bit of that I like just at some point in our relationship I don't even know if I can trust you when my business might when I'm at my low point you know even if, if you meet me at a high point what if I hit a low point are you gonna be there and ride can you do you know how to manage this or what you did and be out so mm-hmm. um yeah it's a, it's a few different things I guess there for me mm-hmm I do understand what you're saying too, because I have uh, seen, and this this is an older couple that I've seen where the man got married and they've been married for, I don't know, like 40 years. Right. And he was a sole provider, takes, took care of everything. And then there was a point in the relationship where he lost his job and was unable to take care of the household. Well, because of the way it had always been set up, the expectation from the wife was that well, you fix it, you take care of it. This man was completely stressed out to the point where he was in tears. And this is an older man. And she just refused to go get a job. She refused to help out in any way. Um, and she wasn't even one of those people who was like doing the traditional kind of role where, you know, you're making sure that other things are taken care of. Like it, it was just, this was what was established you figure it out. I, you know, I'm going to be here sitting around waiting for you to figure it out. But you're the provider. You're the breadwinner. You're the protector. Protect me. Figure it out so that we can keep moving along in life the way that we always have. And it was really painful to watch. But I say that, I share that story because this is the mentality that I'm seeing on social media. This is what is being highlighted where women feel like I'm the prize. You know, you take care of me and you get the benefit of being with me and you provide. And that bothers me. It bothers me because I've seen it play out in the way that it's played out. It just doesn't seem fair. Yeah. Women women want traditional treatment and uh, modern day benefits. And it's like it, you just you got to pick a side or, or be somewhere in the middle. But then ultimately, at the end of the day, whatever works for your relationship works for your relationship at the end of the day. You know, so everybody has their own opinion, their own perspective. Um, but there's a lot of views that I don't, I don't agree with. And, um, you know, that's that's one of them, you know, because we talked about before the whole mindset of, you know, women coming in and saying my money is my money and your, and your money is our money. Yeah. And I think that's, that's very much just like it's so one sided and it's so unrealistic. And it's, it's like a setup like women. It's like women going to a situation like I'm just here for the money. I'm not here for a real relationship. I'm just looking for a sponsor. And, you know, if anything ever happens on your end, I'll make sure I'm good. Mm-hmm. But if anything happens on her end, you're going to make sure we're good. And mm-hmm. it's like, dang, that's, that's, it's kind of like, like you said, it's not fair in a way. I watched my mother have to, I, I wouldn't say have to. In her relationship, my father, my stepfather, who raised me since I was three, was the sole provider. My mom didn't have to do a thing except take care of the house, which is a lot. Let's not say it's not a lot. But when I watched her, she wasn't happy. She can you, was can not- you tell me what, can you explain like take care of the house? Cause you know, people oh. say that, but what does that really mean in a she traditional cooked, sense? Okay, traditional, yeah. She cooked dinner every night, all three meals got us ready. She was, she decorated the house, kept the house clean. She's the one that, you know, gave us our chores, that we had our chores. Like it was, it's like nonstop. The house was immaculate. Like my mom did an 
excellent job in that department. But she just did not seem happy. Not that she wanted to go work, but it just, I don't know, it was something that was missing. And I went every time I, and I never really thought about asking her. I, as a kid, we never <laughs> think about, mom, are you happy? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I never thought about it, but I just watched her and I told myself, it's nice that my dad, who, who made decent money, he wasn't rich or anything, but we were comfortable. I just knew that I didn't want to be like my mom. Hmm. I didn't want to be a housewife, a housewife. Like, that just didn't, no. It seems so boring. Like, I don't want to be in the house all day. I want to go run the streets. I want to do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. But there are women who they're not in, they don't want to be in the house all day either. They just don't want to use any of their finances to contribute to the household. And I'm, I'm of the mindset where if I were to go out and start dating again, I would say that it would be nice, right? If we were financially able, both of us in a relationship, a marriage, that the man take care of the, the big main bill. Like if the man said, I'm going to take care of the mortgage and I'm like, that's awesome. Where else can I find a way to contribute financially, right? Maybe I take care of all the food, all the groceries. Maybe I take care of the other smaller bills, like the heat and the gas and things like that. The lawn, you know, somebody coming out, making sure the lawn is taken care of. If I have somebody coming in and doing like some of the house cleaning, you know, take care of that. But I would feel bad if I wasn't contributing anything. I would, I would feel bad about that. And I'm talking about, I'm not talking about, I'm not about a man who is wealthy, like millionaire, multimillionaire status. Exactly. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a man who was doing well for himself, right? Maybe if in LA standards, doing well for yourself, you might be making like a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. That man would, I, I think that man would appreciate me being able and willing and happy to contribute. Yeah, it's the it's the willingness for me. Like the fact, like even when you go out to eat with somebody and she and she starts to reach out, reach for her wallet, or she offers, to, do you want to split it? You know, it's the willingness that confirms that you're not here to to use me. You know, and and to to show that to a man, you know, even for for I gave an example, like if I was paying for everything because I decided to, and you were like, I want to pay for the light bill and the gas bill and our chef, whatever it might be, and I'm like, all right, cool, I'll let you do that. I'm the type of person I take the money put it into a hidden savings account and then you come, out, you come out with like a business you want to do and I bring that money out and I'm like oh here's the money that you've been putting towards this bill this bill this bill mm. and I think I think women don't a lot of women don't understand you know the different perspectives of it's not just about the money you know like where where is what why is he giving me this why does he want to provide why does he want to take care of everything is it control is there some other exactly. ulterior motive like what what might it be so Women being willing to to give and support and put forth something, it just it just really it, it allows me personally to let down walls and be like, you know, I'm you you ride with me, and and I feel like this is a a true relationship, a true partnership. You know, we're we're both eager to build wealth, and you understand that it's not as easy as it used to be um, coming up. You know, back in the day. So, yeah, I, I think that's that's beautiful that you would do that. And, and, and I've been coming across women that are open to that as well. And what, what would y'all say that do you think that's like a mindset thing that you, you kind of evolve over time? Do you think it's because you focused on yourself and you developed your own self and then you desire a true relationship and partnership and that's just your view on it. Like what, what do you think that um, that willingness comes from? It's for me, it's all about the men that you choose. So mm -hmm. I've always had the men that want to pay for everything. I've never had 
Like, even if they couldn't, they would try, you know? And I, I've always been independent and I, and I, and it goes back to what you said, my willingness to just step up, you know, is, but not be so much controlling, you know, just to step up and just always just do me has always, I've always attracted the man, a man who is willing to help out. So I, I've never had a bum guy or been someone who feels like a man needs to do whatever. Do what you need to do because I'm going to do it regardless. Like, that's the way I feel like I'm going to do what I need to do regardless with you or without you. So you're just an added bonus to whatever I'm doing. And so I don't know. I just, I don't, I'm, like I said, I don't understand the mindset of the women nowadays. And maybe because they haven't established like the relationship with their self yet and understanding what their true potential is, and then being able to actually, actually exercise that potential. So they're always looking for someone who can do whatever it is that they're, they're not willing to do. And that's just how I see it. Yeah, that makes sense. I really do think it is how you feel about yourself. And, it, you know, it's coming out in, oh, I deserve or blah, blah, yes. blah. You know, and it's, it, is it that you deserve or is it that you need you know what I mean? Is it that you need a man to do these things for you because you're feeling like you can't do those things by yourself, you know, alone? The reason why I am open to contributing in the way that I say is because I am surrounded by amazing men and I hear from them their desire to have partnerships with people. And I saw my parents, they were a partnership, right? You know, my dad was a pastor. He didn't always have a ton of money coming in, but my mom had a steady job. And together, you know, they were able to buy a home together. They were able to take care of the bills together. They had a partnership as far as, you know, how they were going to raise their kids and how we were going to get to different activities. My mom did more of the driving around, but they had an understanding, right? But then my mom also came in with a traditional role. She washed all the clothes. She cleaned the house. They didn't have money to have anybody coming in and doing all of that. She went to work. She helped us with our homework, right? So she was doing that traditional role and she was working. But you have these Whoa. women out here right now, they don't have any kids or maybe they're like my age in their 50s and they still want to be my money is my money. Your money is your money. And I think that that is a lot of pressure on a man. When I say that I love men, Eric can tell you, I love men. I love to support, not to the point where I'm supporting a bum, as you said earlier, um, but I really like to see men win. And I really like to see them happy and feel like I'm being respected because I want to be respected. And so if mm. I'm going to join, link up with somebody, we both going to be happy and we both going to feel like we got each other's back. And I think some of that with the average, you know, to, like I said, $200,000 coming in in LA, like he's going to need some support from me, especially if we want to build and have a nice home. Like some of these beautiful homes out here, you're going to have, you're going to have to spend about a couple million dollars. $200,000 isn't a, enough money for one income for two people to have the lifestyle that they want to have that I want to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go, go, and speaking a little bit on, you know, y'all have talked about the traditional um, quote unquote roles. Uh, me growing up uh, as a man, I don't, I don't seek women to come in and cook for me, wash my clothes, clean my house, et cetera, because I do all those things. And then now I'm at a point where I can hire a chef and I can have a cleaner come through. Uh, and I'm still okay with washing my clothes and folding my clothes, and putting my clothes up. So, 
you know, for me, I've never gender roles in certain th- certain areas. Like, okay, if, if we go into the gas station, we got to pump gas. I'm gonna pump the gas. You know, I'm gonna hold the door, etc. But when it comes to household stuff, I've I've been always been raised to be very self sufficient, and I haven't really like needed women for those things. I've more so needed women for um you know more of their feminine energy like the nurturing the caring the loving uh the softness etc so i think going into that conversation which we don't go into a lot um like while i'm re- i'm reading this book the way of the superior man and it's really opening my eyes up to more of the the less materialistic side of desires and needs and it's more so going teaching me about the, fem- the how the feminine and the masculine can be in limbo and and, uh, and i guess i guess just coexist and i think you know, for me, outside of the materialistic thing and, and what society has taught us that each gender is supposed to do, I'm kind of like deeper than that. And I'm more like, okay, this feminine energy, there's something about that that I desire and I, you know, really need as a man. And that's going to allow me to open up and be a better man to the woman that I'll end up being with because I under I understand these two different um, energies and how they're supposed to like thrive together. Right. You said something about the energies and, and, and sometimes our belief systems can mess us up. And a lot of these belief systems are passed down and people don't know how to question them or even go against them. And mm-hmm. so you hear someone say something and it sounds, it sounds good to you, but you never question it. Like, how did they come up with that? How did it work in, in, in their life? And so we just kind of regurgitate things that we hear. And this is with this, my man has to pay for everything thing. I, it, it sounds like that's what people are doing. They just hear it. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. And then you have these women on social media looking, you know, the, the, the baddies, you know, they look like they have it all together. They're flying here. You know, they got their BBLs and they're saying, my man does all this and I got a man and I go after just money. And so people are like, oh, wow, it seems so simple. Mm-hmm. And they don't know what it, what it comes with. Mm. Basically, it's prostitution. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a man... It ain't no man gonna do anything for free. Yeah. Well, you can find a few, but I don't know how that works. But there, what, what do in return for them paying for all your for all your bills? What, what, what do you have to do? Well, if you're married, you're sleeping with your husband. <laughs> and then, I and mean, then even go, let's it's go. Not, it's not prostitution. You're sleeping with your husband. Right, right. Well, as far as, but they, you, it feels like an obligation, though. Mm. Sometimes I feel like if it's not, if it's not talked about and set up that way, mm. and if you go into it just thinking, I just, I'm, I'm marrying for money, and that's it. Okay, so what are they marrying for, and that's it? Mm. 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 That's good because I was watching something the other day. I forgot it was a, it was like a, a podcast, and the guy was talking about how, you know, he likes threesomes. And he was somebody who had a lot of money. And I think like what you're saying, like, what are you marrying into and how much control will you have if you are contributing absolutely nothing for this lifestyle that you want? What is coming with that? What is what is coming with that? Are they going to ask you to do some some strange things to keep getting this change? And you want to keep living that lifestyle? Like, what are you going to have to compromise as, as far as your values? And your morals, right? Because it could come up. It could come and up. And it is. And you said values and morals. And, and I don't want to speak, I can't say all the women don't have them. Right. But 
they haven't established their values and their morals yet going into most of them going into these type of relationships. So they're down for whatever I got to do to get this bag. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get this bag. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Whoa, (laughs) that's a lot for a woman for me. It's a lot. And then take it. We've been talking about, I think we've been talking heavily on the perspective from like a married couple. What about for me as, as a person dating, you know, Though I still experience those red flags and I kind of like back out because I'm not going to get into a marriage situation with a woman that has that mindset. So what are some, I kind of want to talk about the dating phase because, you know, on your typical date, a man's going to pay for the first date, second date, however many dates, whatever it might be, uh, and do sweet things. So I think in, men, women tend to not understand that men want to be courted too. Like I, I enjoy sweet things. I enjoy happy Valentine's Day. I enjoy gifts. You know, I would enjoy you reaching to like pay for the dinner because I'm gonna let you pay for it. If I'd have paid for the last 10, 15, 20, whatever, <laughs> it's like I'm gonna let you pay for it. Please pay for it. Please. <laughs> so, you know, I think women, um, there's there's a I don't know, I, I try to balance, you know, well, this is too masculine if I'm doing this. And I'm like, uh for me it's not because you one, if, if you're interested in me, you kind of give me a sign that you're opening up the door for me to enter that door. So I know that, okay, I'm going into a space where I'm, I'm, I'm desired and I'm, I'm accepted. And then on top of that, too, when I get into that space, are you confirming that you want me to remain in this space? And how are you doing that? Because if you expect it, are you taking me on some dates? Are you setting up some stuff? So kind of kind of talk about that. From your I have, perspective, too. I, yeah, I have something to say about that. Um, and this might not be like a, a popular way of thinking. But here's the deal. When you are being courted, because I'm kind of old school, I feel like women should be courting and courted in the dating phase. You know, you should take the woman out. You're going to pay. But the man, you, the woman has to be OK with the man taking her to places that is within his budget. One. Number two, as you were going on these dates, you were having conversations. You were getting to know the person. You are watching what they like to eat. You are paying attention to the things that they're saying. And then when it is your turn, right? Because I feel like your turn is coming up. Like you're saying, Eric, you like to feel like this person is interested in you. They've been paying attention. They care about you too. (coughs) I would do something like, all right, I know he likes, I'm just making up things. I know he likes turkey sandwiches. I know what kind of chips he likes. I know he likes kombucha or I know he likes Aperol spritz or whatever. I'm going to pack a picnic, right? I'm going to get all your yummy things that I've learned about you that you like. I know what kind of music you like. I'm going to queue up my playlist. I'm going to have it all ready. And I'm going to invite you to the park and we're going to have a picnic. Right. And to me, like, I'm not spending a ton of money, but I'm spending my thought and my energy into showing you I've listened to you. I appreciate you. I care about you. And I hope you feel special today because I've taken the time to do some of your favorite things. Yeah, that's valid because it don't ha- you don't have to spend a lot of money. To, you like, don't. It's, it's, the, it's the small things. Like when I say I'm taking women to like a tea shop to like Cafe Fig for the to like get to know them and meet them on the first date. Some of these women that want to go to to the, cause the Castaway and catch and Isabel, <laughs> they're like, oh, you gonna take you? I'm I'm just worth Cafe Fig. I'm just worth tea. And it's like, uh, dog, like what? That doesn't equate to how much I would spend on you or how much I love you or like you or interested in you. It's just, yo, it's a simple situation that is cute. We can sit, we can talk, we can get to know each other. And that doesn't, the dollar amount that I spent on this doesn't equate to, you know, the amount of 
interest I have in you or how much I, I care about you or want to be with you uh, in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree with both of you. I have a hard time with being um, creative when it comes to, you know, different things to do for dating. I'm, it, 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 I'm super simple. We can go hiking, we yep. can go to the beach, like very natural type of person. So to get real creative, I know I need to work on that. So I'm glad I'm, I'm hearing things that y'all saying, like the picnic was cute. I'm like, I need to, I need to step <laughs> my game up. But <laughs> I need to, I'm, I'm so horrible at that. But what I do enjoy is showing my man different like opening his eyes up to different things yeah um being being from he's from chicago i'm from california our culture is so different as black people Mm -hmm. so for me just like like the nature the hiking the different foods trying different cuisines going ski uh, skiing or snowboarding things that or whitewater rafting things that we normally don't do as black people i love showing him that he thinks i'm crazy too Mm -hmm. he was like Something's wrong with you. <laughs> but he he he's always open. He's always open. And that in, in turn, he does the same to me. He's the one that allowed me to explore a whole new culture by taking me out the country. And we moved out the country because of him. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> that exchange right there, um, I, 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 it means so much more to me than any dollar amount, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do need to step up my game, y'all. Y'all tell y'all no. That's me right now. <laughs> that's good. That's like a that's like a love language. When I when a woman can teach me something and introduce me to new stuff, like I'm I'm really into that because I, I me as an individual, I think knowing the person that you are dating is important because what I've realized is a woman that appreciates acts of service might be more of my type of woman than I need to mm. date. Because because the small gestures that I do out of kindness, she's going to really appreciate that and, and realize, oh, he really loves me. Mm. She's not going to be like, oh, because he bought me this Birkin bag receiving gifts, he loves me. She's going to be like, he heard about my periods and he bought me a period belt. He, mm. really, he really cared <laughs> about me. He really cares about right. me. This act of service that he's done. So me, I appreciate acts of service too. So if somebody's introducing me to skiing and swim, teaching me how to swim and this and that, that's a love language. That's like, dang, she really cares about my experience as a human and my well-being. And she she's opened me up, opened me up to new things, which is going to in turn allow our kids to have a better experience in life because we're more well-rounded as a couple and now as individuals yeah. as well, because now I can do this on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, these men need to be careful with these women because it's like, do you really want this person to be the mother of your children? You know, you should be paying attention to what's going on and and how this person is operating and the things this person is saying and the expectations that this person has for the relationship. Those are those qualities are going to be what's passed on to your children. And it's something that you really, really should be cautious about getting into. And I I hope we don't sound like we bashing women because. There are some great women out there. I mean, we're here on the podcast talking and I feel like, you know, we've got, you know, me and Damayanga. Um, so I don't want people to think that, that we're bashing. And the point of the GYSB Talks podcast is to raise awareness, is to, you know, hopefully help people shift mindsets, you know, to be better people and to elevate. That's the goal of the podcast. And the reason why I really wanted to do this episode is because I feel like, 
these things need to be talked about. And I wanted to make sure that we had different perspectives. We have different ages here. You know, we have someone who is in their late 20s, which is the Dr. Dapper, Eric. And then I'm in my 50s. And then Damayanga, I mean, I don't know what age range you're in. I believe um, it's 40s. Um, late, late 40s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to bring on these different perspectives. And hopefully it's been helpful. Um, how do we close this out? Or what is it that we've left out that we haven't yet addressed before we close this out? I would just like to add that I, I love how you said that we're not bashing women, but it's time for us as women to hold each other accountable. This has never been a conversation for us. You know, we're always, oh, girl, it's okay, girl. You could do better, girl. You, 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 you shouldn't have to do that because he was wrong. Okay, no. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. We need to start holding each other accountable. Um, and really, it, in a good relationship, if you can't speak your piece, no matter if it's from a, a good or bad perspective or however anyone views it, if you can't speak how you feel about someone in a, in a situation, those people don't belong in your circle. Mm -hmm. And so I love that we're doing this, that we're saying, okay, this is how we feel. May not be how you feel, but maybe it might open your mind, like you said, to another perspective. And, and if you're having trouble in this area, it might help you. Mm -hmm. So this mm -hmm. is the beauty of, of, of us opening up dialogue about how we can be better women, you know, and not solely depend on a man all the time and put mm -hmm. that much pressure on them. Or, or, like you said, we need to love our men. We have to, we have to love them. We have to love them. We have to respect them. I mean, I know that there are a lot of black men who say, you know, I'm in the world, I'm fighting all these things. Like I want to come home and I want to be at peace. And we have to know who the men are that we're dating so that we can be their peace and they can be ours. Right. Let's not forget about our needs as well you know it's funny I was um this has nothing to do with what I just said but I wanted to make sure that I said what I heard the other day uh this guy was saying that he took this he he was dating this woman it was the initial phase of the dating process and he, he was taking her out with him he was affluent and his his friends they also had a lot of money but they were just going to taco Tuesday right it was taco Tuesday tacos were a dollar or two drinks were five bucks for the margaritas or whatever. There was a taco Tuesday menu, like a happy hour kind of menu. And then there was a regular menu, right? That had other things on the menu, but this group of people, they were going out for the taco Tuesday fun festivities. He brings this date. She looks at the menu and she gets the other menu. Everybody else is ordering off the taco Tuesday menu, all these rich people, right? She gets the other menu. She orders crab cakes off the menu she orders um, specialty margaritas off the menu. She's the only one doing this. She's clearly not reading the room. He said it completely turned him off because what she was messaging to him was, I'm here to get the most expensive thing. I don't care what everybody else is doing. You brought me out. I deserve all of this. And on top of that, she told him when he asked her to go and meet him there that she needed him to cover her Uber there. And he, she needed to send for that. That's, this is the kind of foolishness. Happens right? all the time. <laughs> Happens all the time. But I'm out of this. Yo, I'm, I'm trying to be out. I'm trying to be out. And I think, I think one thing too to add on top of that, people going into this dating scene, you know, we people need to, or just in life in general, men and women both need to be more selfless. Everybody's so selfish, you know, and thinking about themselves. And I think mm. one, one, one great example that I heard not, not too long ago was this lady was saying, 
uh, she asked one of her girlfriends what she liked about the guy that she's dating. And everything she said that she liked about him reverted back to her. I like him because he makes me feel like this. I like him because he does this for me. I like him because this, this, this for me. And so I think we have to really shift that and start to actually think about why do I like this person? What, mm -hmm. what do I like about him? What do I like about her that doesn't have anything to do with, I guess, literally me? And, you know, even the stuff about, about the woman, just send me an Uber, this and this and that. It's so selfish. It's like, what are you going to, you want the Uber, you want me to cover this, the food, the trip, the bag, the, the rent, this, that. It's like, yo, what, what are you doing? Everything, we're just talking materialistic standpoint, you know, because the spiritual is just like whatever you do for the person emotionally is different. But yeah, I think we have to be a lot less selfish as humans when it comes to this like dating arena. Right. That makes me think, Dr. Omar, that was a great point. Maybe if we shift into that selfless mindset, we as women can feel more protected by our men. Mm. I, 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 this is where it stems from. Be, uh, because when I hear that conversation, like, I don't feel protected by men. I'm like, wow, I, that's all I feel is protected. Like, <laughs> maybe because of that selfish mindset. Mm. It mm -hmm. might be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I also think men need to be okay with putting their foot down. This is what we're not going to do. And this, this is what I can't afford to do right now. And I need you to be okay with that. And I need to feel comfortable in my manhood saying that I can't do that right now. This guy said this lady um, he was dating asked him if they could uh, go to, I think it was Tahiti. She had, she had, you know, kind of had some money and he was in a place in his life where he didn't have the kind of money that she had. He was working on some projects and, and trying to build his business. They were dating and she said, look, I really wanna go on this amazing trip. I think it would be great. I would love to experience this with you. And he looked at it and he was like, "I." this was a great response. I would love to experience that with you. I really would at this time in my life. He said it was it's two ways he could have responded. This is one way at this time in my life, well, I've got these things going on. I am not able to financially, you know, support with this experience in the way that I would like, but I still want to have beautiful experiences with you. Can we pick something somewhere different for now that is more in line with how I can move financially? The other thing he said that um, he could do, he could have done is if she were to come back and say, I really want to do this trip. I want to do this with you. And don't worry about it. I will cover your part. And mm. then he could have said, you know what? Fine. We can do that. It sounds amazing. I will cover my hotel room or our, our hotel room. Or I will cover um, the plane ticket, my plane ticket. Like finding a way to come back and contribute. So you don't feel emasculated, right? You feel like, okay, well, I'm still able to do something. We can still have this beautiful thing together um, and everybody's fine, right? It's like men are going broke trying to please women because of the narrative that's out there is if he can't do this, this, and this, then he's weak. Or my, my man did all these things for me. Why isn't your man doing all these things for you? And he's out there trying to keep up with her man who has more money than him because he doesn't want her to feel like, He's weak because he can't provide. Like we really need to look at what we're calling um, providing and protection and make it make sense. Because mm -hmm. right now it's not making sense. Men are hurting. Women are not finding the love that they say they, that they desire. 
And it goes back to what you guys are saying about being more, doing a more introspective um, kind of work on your values, your morals, your desires for a mate, for a relationship that is beautiful and healthy and supportive. And in a way that you both are doing life together where both of you are feeling like this is working for, for me. This is, this is what I want. And if we spend more time doing that and being more selfless, I think we can all get to a, a better place, especially in our community. Like, you know, we're all black people. We really, we really need healing in our community and we really need to stop buying into and supporting these stupid podcasts that are promoting this foolishness because our community is one of the most important communities that need this kind of healing. Yeah. Women 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 are, are shaming guys for not being able to do stuff that they can't even do themselves. So it's it's really it's really unfortunate that you're shaming a guy because he, he can't pay for a two hundred dollar meal, but you can't even do the same thing. Mm. So you're you're asking for things that you would never experience if it wasn't for that man. Um so it is really unfortunate, um, for sure. But yeah, I was gonna say something else too, but that was definitely something that I think they gotta have these this unrealistic, these unrealistic expectations, you know? Mm -hmm. I like how, I like how you said men need to speak up because you're right. They, they sometimes feel like they're being emasculated because they're not, they can't do the things that someone, that a woman asks. So for you to say that, that was, that was powerful because a lot of men are putting themselves in these situations as well. No, oh, just getting in debt getting in debt but and it's not just it's not just black men one of my white friends said that this guy met this lady and she said that in order for him to take her out he needed to take her shopping at free people to get a what <laughs> to get a couple of things before they went out on the date and i was like what where is this foolishness really coming from where are people getting these crazy ideas that you were supposed to get all these things from this man who don't even know you yet. What is that? That is crazy. It's crazy. It is. But anyway, um, I appreciate you guys doing this chat with me. I, I really felt like we were kind of like in the room together, just having a conversation. And I, I liked the way that it flowed. It wasn't scripted. You know, we were bouncing off of each other. And I learned some things, definitely. I always do when I do these podcasts. So I, I appreciate you. What's what's the, the parting word for today? Date yourself first. Mm. When I say that, when I say date yourself, that means go inside. Go, go into that core. Understand what that core of you really is. Because when you start to have those conversations with, your, with yourself, trust yourself, and have that relationship with yourself, it's, it's, it's going to help you choose better. Mm-hmm. Because we attract, we attract all things. I don't care how broke you are, how dope you are, how whatever, you're gonna attract rich people, broke people, bad people, but who are you choosing mm -hmm. is, is the bottom line. And so when you date yourself first, and when I mean date yourself through, date yourself financially, spiritually, emotionally, all levels to really get and understand that relationship with yourself, then you choose better. Mm -hmm. So, cause we're all choosing wrong. That's what it comes down to. We're choosing wrong. Yeah, I've cho I've so. chosen wrong a lot of times. That's now now I'm just now I'm just choosing me. <laughs> they know me. Win win because you're gonna learn how to choose better next time because you're gonna be like, nope, I, I did that. Be you know, you have those conversations. You're gonna start that conversation with yourself. Yeah, They're, you're gonna start. Mm -mm, we ain't doing that, girl. We already did that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I, I think that comes with like a lot of awareness and um and clarity. I think everybody needs which comes which comes from going within because self is source, the meditation, the the journaling, the reading, the learning, the dating, actually just being out dating too, you learn a lot. Like I learned that I might be better with a person that uh, appreciates acts of service by t- having a conversation with a woman that does appreciate that. And I was like, hmm, that mm-hmm. makes sense that you would appreciate something like that. And she was a person that didn't really care if a man paid for everything. So um, yeah, I think you just learn from experience. And, and I think experience is the best teacher in, in all, um, all just all walks of life so dating for sure experience the, more the, experience the fact more. that I, I go out on a date like once a year that's pretty bad huh you're not experiencing <laughs> enough <laughs> y'all t- I, I go on maybe a date a year and actually I went on a date last year a few with the same person you know things didn't work out but it was it was great it, he was fun and all those things but it just didn't work out and then uh, before that, though, I hadn't been on a date. I couldn't even tell you the last time I've, I've been on a date. And what I realized last year when I went on that date is like, you need to go out on dates more because you're doing a lot of talking. You're not listening well enough. You you seem like you're a little nervous. Like, it was just so many things that I was realizing about myself that made me go, shoot, if you really are going to seriously get back in the dating game, you're going to have to go on a lot more dates than this. Cause this is not this is not enough, and, it's an and yeah, it's an investment. You really have to intentionally say, "I'm I'm going to do this this year, and these are the steps I'm going to take to 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 reach that goal, whatever that goal might be." Um, mm-hmm. But you really got to be intentional about it because you can't you can't think, "Oh, by me going out to date, I'm going to be set back in business in my career." It has to be seen as a positive thing to mm-hmm. where okay, any any investment that I'm making in this uh, is for a positive outcome. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, if people want to follow you guys, how can they do that? On Instagram, you can follow me on Dion Off the Resort. And if you want to follow me on Facebook, I'm under Diani Diani and also Off the Resort, business and personal. And I'm on TikTok. Oh, TikTok is a beast. <laughs> so yeah. TikTok on, um, I, I got banned, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> On TikTok, you can follow me right now. I had to change it to Dama Yanga. So it's, it's yeah, it's so much. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Instagram, the Dr. Dapper. Ain't nothing changed. And what else do you do on Instagram? They'll see it in my bio. Okay. <laughs> I, like, I like you. I like you. Oh, <laughs> when I tell you, you love him. He is the sweetest, funniest bestest friend ever i i absolutely adore him and he's my young best friend but he's amazing oh girl i'm not kidding like i cannot wait until he finds the perfect woman for him because they gonna do some things together yeah it's just so hard you're how old are you 20 you said i'm 27 i'm in i'm in a tough place in life because when you're when you're when you're at my age and you're stable you know where you're going with business and the scaling and you're starting to invest more and so i'm i'm like further ahead than the typical person so I, people think i'm like 30 something like Definitely. at least 30 32 type type i'm about to cuss again i know people think i'm like <laughs> 30 32 <laughs> so it's like i'm at this phase of i i have better relationships and conversations with women that are older and more mature but i want i don't want to 
I don't see myself being with a woman that's no. like 40 because I know no. that. No, thank you, yes. because I, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see how older women, not saying there's nothing, anything wrong with you. I Being 47, I'm 47. I could not see myself dating a 20-something-year-old man, especially one that doesn't have children because I ain't having your babies. Right. That's mm-hmm. what we ain't going to do. Okay? <laughs> so you're right. I'm with you. Yeah, so I mean, it's when it comes to like long term life, I want to grow over somebody, I want to have the, my first kids with them, and you know, exactly. somebody that might be m- mid to late 30s, they might want a kid already, and I'm not ready for a kid yet. Give me like a couple more years, so then it's like it's just so many different things. Uh, but the, the, the reason why I really appreciate more mature women is because of their mindset, the nurturing, the stability, uh, the conversation, and I can learn a lot from them too. And I can, and there's a lot of value exchange, so I'm in that phase where. That's one thing I was going to say. It's a lot of women are seeking men that are in this 1%, and it's not a lot of men. So no. a lot of women are expecting to have these these experiences and, and this amount of wealth and these treat, this treatment. But there's a very, 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 very small percentage of men that can even fit into that role. So you're going to always find these men that can't provide what you want because there's not enough men that can provide what you want in general. And so, because there are so many who can't. I mean, there are... A, very few who can and so many women who want then yeah. those men have this whole pool to choose from and then you have a whole different set of problems because right. yeah they got they got choices it's a lot it's a lot so uh, men have to really understand that they are you know their body's a temple too and, and i think mm-hmm. men start to really step into that mindset and understand that they can't give their themselves to so many women either then we'll we'll stop um i won't say tricking but stop just we got to value ourselves more as mm. men. Um, because because just really being out in the streets popping around, that's not a mature thing. It's not a, you're not a man because you do that. So it's really shifting that perspective and, and, shift, and shifting your priorities and understanding what being a, a real man is and, and really grieving the old you and allowing the new you to like really evolve and grow. So oh, I, I think a lot of people are stuck are stuck in that um, phase where I'm at right now. A lot of men are still stuck in that transition where they were, came to their late 20s and they're like, oh, dang, I'm really not desiring to go out and be a little thought no more. But then they fight that. <laughs> they fight that. And it's like they don't grieve it. And then it becomes a mental problem. And then they find other ways to just suppress that desire to mature. And they continue to be a kid and an immature man for the rest of their life. And so question, can I ask you a question? Since I haven't been dating for years, are women easier to get in bed now? Or does it, like, do you have to pay first? Or can you, are women still just open to sleep with you without paying? Uh, I mean, when, when it comes to just like dating, I feel like if a woman vibes with you, she's more open. She's just cool with, you know, opening up to you and, um, you know, laying down with you. But a lot of women are doing that more because of what men got now. You know, there, it's okay. easier, it's easier for a woman to, to for you to, like, knock something off because of what you got. So mm, they see you drive okay. a certain kind of car. If they see you live a certain place. If they see you go to a certain restaurant. They see you have a certain amount of followers or you're verified or you're around this person and that person. They'll lay down. They'll lay their way to the top, you know. So I'm gonna all it takes is a verification? That's all it yeah, takes I mean, is a verification? That's, it's, oh, that's $15 what? now. So you can get, oh. you can get it for, for the low. <laughs> you can get oh, something for the low. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe it. This is scary. No, no he said know. a bunch of things though, like it's the car and where you live, and you know who you're around, and yeah. your follower count, all of those. It's a lot. It's a lot because <laughs> that and that that'll get you 
and that'll get that'll attract a lot of women, but it'll attract a lot of the wrong women that are there for the wrong reasons, you know. So yeah, that's yeah. where men have to really be mature and understand that if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna scale and continue on the same trajectory I'm on, I can't be in the streets this much because people are coming to me for the wrong reasons. And I'll never end up being with a true partner in a true relationship where we can actually build something because you got so many single moms now and they're looking at the babies as their job. It's like, you don't even have to re have a resume for that. They looking at right. celebrities like, I'm gonna go have your baby and now I'm set for the rest of my life. Mm. So that's yeah. that's how that's how powerful, quote unquote, the womb has become because now it's a, it's a job. It's like, you know, you, I, I can get child support from this person that makes millions and that can cover my life expenses and my travel and whatever it might be for the rest of my life. And, I, and I, now I, I've, I've thrived because I've had this man's kid. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Woo. We could go on and on, y'all, but we're going to yeah. end it right here. <laughs> my goodness. My God. My God. <laughs> my God. <laughs> I said that yesterday when I was over there. Uh, anyway, all right. It's been a pleasure. Thank you all for uh, listening to the podcast. I was going to say watching the podcast. We should have done this as a, a video. But anyway, it's not a video. If you are not uh, connected to the GYSB podcast on a regular basis, you please hit the notification button, follow, subscribe, wherever you are tuning in from, GYSB Talks. I am also GYSB Movement on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube coming more and more. Um, but follow me on all of those platforms. Let's stay connected. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me. I am GYSB Movement on Instagram. DM me there. Or you can email me, GYSBMovement at gmail.com. It has been a pleasure. Thank you two so much. Gracias. All right. Ciao. Talk to you later. Take care. All content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.